Aloha mamas. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a power tip that involves home school environment in general, because I know many, many families think you need a school room to do homeschool. And I am just going to debunk that right off the bat and tell you, you do not need that. But I will tell you what you will need. So in today's episode, we will talk all about all that amazing school rooms you probably see on Instagram and Facebook. And you're like, I can't do that. I don't have the room. I don't have the space. Well, lucky you. You do not need that. Uh, We will talk about what you do need for your homeschool, especially if you're getting started or if you've been doing it for a couple years and here and there, what can help really boost your homeschool. And before we get into that, I am going to read one of my reviews from my listeners because these things literally like light my heart up. This review is from Alicia92188. It's entitled, Love This Podcast. She, oh my gosh, left a five-star review and it says, I'm actually not a homeschool mama, but I still love listening to Kavai's podcast because she always has amazing tips on life and parenting especially being a mom of five. I highly recommend this podcast if you homeschool or not. Thank you so much, Alicia, for leaving that and taking time out of your busy mama day. Woo, homeschool mama of five speaking to another mama of five. Incredible. And yes, this podcast is filled with tons of great nuggets that you can use whether you homeschool or not. And if you love hearing all of this from this podcast, let me know please leave me a review. It really does light up my day, but it also gives me confirmation on what I still should be speaking on, what topics I should bring up, what I should be sharing with you to pour value back into you. So let's start with this one in today's episode with a quick power tip about why you don't need a schoolroom for your homeschool. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, Get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, friends. Welcome to another episode. And today I'm going to give a quick power tip on why you do not need a school room to do homeschool. (laughs) And I am going to tell you a quick story because I'm going to just be real. My oldest is in the sixth grade and we started homeschooling with him since he was preschool. Since we did parent participating preschool, they taught me how to do homeschool at home and give it so much props to Kikioka Aina back at home because they really gave me the good foundation and tools to start diving into homeschool when I didn't even know I was doing it. Anyways, it started way back then. And I'm going to tell you, I always saw, you know, all these homeschool rooms that look so amazing that had these beautiful posters up. And it had like little activity stations and had all the supplies, the books, the library, everything. And it was like all color coordinated and beautiful. And I lived in Hawaii where every house is practically small. 
every room is small. Um, there's not a lot of space there. And when <laughs> you live in Hawaii, you're going to see the houses are small. And so we were a family of five living in a 958 square foot house. We had two bedrooms, two baths, pretty open concept, but we didn't have a lot of room. We barely had enough room for ourselves in there. And the fact that I was adding in homeschool, no such thing. What basically our homeschool consisted of was we had this huge entertainment shelf that was basically, you know, when you go into Costco or like Home Depot and you see those like metal shelves that technically belong in your garage. Yes, they're like metal and then they have like these really sturdy like wood or cork shelving. I broke one in half, like not broke it, but you know, like I put it in half. So it was just like two shelves and I made it side by side rather than like a really tall four shelf um, thing that you technically supposed to put in your garage. I actually only did two shelves and two shelves and I put it side by side. I had our TV on the wall and that whole thing was our homeschool area. It did have a lot of other stuff on there too, but I had baskets. <laughs> I just had baskets filled with our books because we didn't have room for a shelf. We didn't have room for anything else. So I just filled the books in there, whatever activities we had, and I put it on the shelf. And then it also held like a bunch of our other storage because like I said, 900 you know, square foot house don't have a lot of storage either. So I had to just be creative with that in itself. And we got a little small, um, what do you call those? Costco tables, the kid Costco tables and the chairs, the kid chairs. We had two chairs, the table in the corner, and that was like the desk, quote unquote, slash dining table, because we didn't even have a dining table for our family. We just ate on the couch. <laughs> when I think about it, I'm like, where did we eat? We ate on the couch. Um, so when you really think about a homeschool, the classroom or room itself doesn't make your homeschool. None of that does. You, you can just have a shelf you can, with baskets of things and that can just hold your stuff. That doesn't ultimately define your homeschool. So if you're like starting off a homeschool or maybe if you're in your first one or two years and you're like, man, I would provide such a better place for my kids, a better homeschool for my kids if I had a homeschool room, you know, and you're stuck on that idea, stop. Stop doing that to yourself. I'm going to tell you the truth. We finally got a homeschool room this year. <laughs> My kid is in the sixth grade. Like I took you back to preschool when he was three, four. Now he's 11. We finally got a homeschool room. It's our living room. So we have a family room and we have a living room now. And for the first year of living in this house, we just tried to keep it like living room slash library slash everything else and we realized we weren't even using it for a living room it was just a big open space and i hope you hear my kids in the background because it's legit time that i'm squeezing in a podcast but that's real life anyways our living room became our homeschool room and now it's like it it is amazing to have a designated space but also with five kids it was needed to kind of just like put everything in one area um, and we are grateful that we have something for that and 
prior to this, we lived in a thousand square foot house. Yes, we did. <laughs> two, two years ago, we had a thousand square foot house, three bedrooms, a small living area, huge land. We loved it. And even in that area, my office became office slash homeschool slash storage. So we kept, we've always been creative where we kept our things. And that's my encouragement for you. Like, just be creative where you keep your things. Be practical too. So here's what you do need for a homeschool. You do not need a homeschool room. I'm going to keep emphasizing that. So if you are like in these Facebook groups or if you follow Instagram mamas who have amazing homeschool rooms and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I had that. Oh, I need this. I need a desk. I need a shelf. I need a blah, blah, blah. You do not. You do not need any of that. Get yourself away from comparison mode. Get yourself away from looking at what others have and focus on your kids. So what you do need is floor space. You do not even need a table. You probably just need floor space. You also just need a willingness to try new things and a willingness to fail at other things because that's what homeschooling is. That's what education is in general. Learning in general is trying and failing and trying again and missing the target and trying a different way and doing it all over again with your kids. And most of us parents, I know this is me as a recovering perfectionist, I would come into homeschool like I'm supposed to know everything or at least majority of it. And when I released that, man, that burden really helped me create a homeschool that my kids and I love. So here are some things that you should be focusing on when it comes to homeschool. Focus on things that you would want your homeschool to be. So yesterday we went on a field trip. We literally spent all day on this field trip. And I love that because I remember going to field trips and it was just like three hours and done, two hours and done. And I get it because that's all they had, right? But I remember just sitting there in the middle of the day going, wow, I have created such a great homeschool for my kids. And it didn't even involve a homeschool room or a book or anything else. It really involved like experiences, having my kids be kids and have fun and whatever was important to us and our family. So I want you to think about that. What is important to you and your family? Why are you doing this homeschool? And just with that thought, like, just throw out ideas of what you want your homeschool to look like, feel like, be like. And I'm going to say it probably doesn't include an amazingly beautiful, color-coordinated, IG-worthy homeschool room. Probably not. It probably will include a lot of conversations with your kids, a lot of cuddles or hugs, a lot of, you know, your kids coming to you to ask you things and you going to them and, you know, discovering new things with them. It probably does include laughs, encouragement, failing together. Maybe it's growing your faith in God. Maybe it's learning how to build relationships with other kids and you learning how to build relationships with other moms or just trying to get yourselves out there to see what you do like and what you don't like, you know, and really none of that includes a homeschool room. So 
Take yourself out of that situation. Stop the comparison mode. Stop looking at what others have because you truly do have what you need right now in this moment to give your kids the best homeschool opportunity, homeschool experience that you can offer. Being their parent is just like you're a huge advantage in that in itself because you know your kids and then use that as your advantage. Use that to really just go, okay, what do you guys want to do? You want to learn something in the kitchen? You want to learn something, you know, outside? When it comes to homeschool, your classroom is everywhere. And that's the biggest part tip I can give you. It is everywhere. And it just definitely starts in you. Because if you have this vision, if you have this like drive to do homeschooling with your kids, you just need to let it out. And if you want to hear more about this, you let me know. But I'm going to leave it right there because I feel like that's a great place for you to just jumpstart and looking back into your homeschool and creating it into that homeschool lifestyle that you really want it to become. All right, my friends, I hope you have an amazing day because only you can make it amazing. So go out and do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.